delighted to have with us again Valerie Ellis, uh, our one and only relationship counsellor. Hello, Valerie. Hello, how are you? Well, it's very kind of you to ask. I'm, I'm very well, thank you. Are you, how are you? You're looking very good today. I, that's, are we in a relationship, Graham? I think we're in a relationship Is that now. Right? You've just complimented me. We're going to have to get married. Oh, there I So, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about the three C's of lasting love. There are three C's. Big I didn't factors. ask what they are. I'm going to ask them. What are they then? <laughs> the three C's. These are the big factors that contribute to lasting love. So number one is chemistry. Number two is compatibility. Number three is commitment. I was never any good at chemistry, though, at school. Weren't you? Are? No. you this is something you can naturally <laughs> rely on. You can, you can rely on this. You don't even have to try. <laughs> is it mainly in Western culture, this? Well, in Western culture, we really, really emphasise chemistry. So any movie that you watch, we put mm. a massive emphasis on that instant look across the room, that instant attraction. Right. We don't put a lot of emphasis in the media on the qualities that are uh, more for the long term. And I think it's a problem. People really equate what I would consider really is lust, which is not a bad thing in itself, but they equate lust with love. Right, yes, the same makes the world go around, and I that's, guess. And that's but just really the lust or, or the initial physical attraction, the initial physical attraction which kicks is things off. super important. I'm not saying it's not important, but it's only the kicks up. It's like lighting the firework. But like it's in the not, touch paper. Right. Yeah, it's not the whole event. What about um, sort of um, cultures where they have mainly arranged marriages then? Do they ignore... Much ignore the chemistry much more emphasis on the commitment end of things so the chemistry mm. tends to be the the, f- the first part the commitment tends to be the end of the arrangement the long view and in uh, in non-western cultures places like india for example a lot of emphasis is put on commitment just sticking with it no matter what and compatibility so compatibility is what i would consider as in the middle so right. you know that you've got you've Maybe you've ticked the box on chemistry. In the West, it's a big emphasis. Mm-hmm. After that, you're looking for compatibility, the kind of thing that takes you through the midterm, keeps the relationship smooth and going. Because that first flush of love is going to... What, it is dim. going to expire a yeah. little. Yeah, dim. Yeah, let's go with dim, <laughs> dim shall, shall we? we go for, yes, it's yeah. kinder, let's, isn't let's it? Say it's, it, it? You it, have to rekindle it, it from time it, to yeah, time. You, you have to make an effort, you don't do. you? You don't, you don't necessarily have to disappear, but no. it will naturally subside and it will... Re- because chemistry is there to kickstart mating, shall we? Shall we say? What? That's right. <laughs> this is nature just trying this to make is, sure we reproduce. Right. Isn't it? The reason there's babies is chemistry. Right. So it's, it is important, but I, I, mm, it, I, it's 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 there to make babies. It's not there to make adults happy per se. And of course, you know, going back to ancient times or cavemen or whatever, mm, when humans mm. weren't living past about thirty-five or forty, oh, were they? I, I, Absolutely, at the most. So, so would couples still be together then at that point? But these exactly days, right. we've got a, such a long life expectancy. Yeah. It's a long haul, isn't it? You, 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 you really only need to keep couples together till a child is sort of five, six, seven, eight, and you've ticked the box on that. Right. Uh, and, and the child is then weaned and, and part of the tribe. If you're going to live longer than that, and as you say, in our culture, we're now living into our 80s. If you're going mm. to live longer and aspire to stay together, what you need is compatibility. So, All right, so what would you term compatibility so to be? Compatibility you both like spotting trains? Or? Is, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's common. It's common traits and right. common personal experience of life. So okay. common traits and common personal experience of life gives you a shared perspective on life, shared goals that means you're more likely to get along with someone without the friction that you experience with people with whom you disagree with. Right, okay. That's what compatibility is. It's the commonalities Mm. that reduce friction.
I mean, how much is that sort of built into you anyway? I mean, how much? A lot of that is actually biological as well. So in, in the book that I've written, I've just published on Amazon, I talk about eight pillars of lasting love. There are eight factors of compatibility that I've identified as a therapist over 20 years that I've seen really make or break a relationship right. in the long term. Right. Uh, so if you don't have it, it just means there's a lot of friction. It's very mm. difficult to get along. And you're, you're not going to achieve the personal happiness that you're I looking guess for. It can be anything like you. We both really love dancing. Or what about, what about religion then? I mean, that can cause That's problems. That's actually one it? of the chapters in, the, in my book. Is it? it right. Which sort of comes down to culture. Mm. Um, I, if so I'm, it's more in the cu- – it really is the culture then, isn't it? It is. Mm. Uh, I, I'd like to – can I read a little bit from the introduction to my book? Yes, do go ahead. So what I've written is this. Most people imagine that the search for the right partner is like walking along a golden beach, picking up shells and hoping to find the one with a pearl inside. Granted, I see clients who are unhappy in their relationships, but in my observation, finding the right partner is more like being faced with a table laid with 100 revolvers. 99 of them have bullets in the barrel and one of them has none. Your task is to pick up the empty gun and test it on yourself. Wow, yes. <laughs> so that finding a partner is, is more like that. It's, it's very easy to find the wrong, incompatible partner. Mm. It's more difficult to find the, the, the one in a hundred with whom it will be easy, smooth, and you won't get hurt. Do you think dating sites help with the compatibility side of things? I actually think they do. It just goes because through my mind that my my advice would be suspend the chemistry for as long as possible. It's the chemistry literally in our brains. There's dopamine and serotonin mm. gets released when we're attracted to somebody. Literally, our judgment is clouded by the chemistry. Right, sure. And and I mean, most of my clients are people who fell desperately in love physically but didn't consider whether they were compatible. Mm. And when I see clients, I, I listen to the story and think, oh, man, this was doomed from the start. This was really going to be difficult to make work from the start. So my advice is to suspend the chemistry and look for compatibility as quickly as possible. That's a clever thing. And because there are stories, of course, of people who just get to know one another. There's none of this first rush of love but mm. over time mm. fall in love fall in love yeah and um, that may be a good and way of doing it that's exactly around, it. it's around the more the compatibility yeah it's common a, interest side it's of a things. less sexy story for movies like right. you know there's not a lot of movies on that version of love yeah because it's not as exciting but it certainly you can see can't you it develops compatibility as the foundation rather than lust or falling in love mm. and then you've got a platform for that excitement yeah. I mean, one of the programs I really like on Channel 4 is First Dates, where obviously the program has has already done the compatibility bit. Work. And you get a couple meeting who are both into, I don't know, computer games or, or something a bit un, uh, off the ordinary. Quirky. Quirky. Yeah. But obviously t- hit it off. But sometimes, of course, there's no spark there, as they call it, and it just ends at that point other times they carry on exactly and and you can see can't you that those are less exciting uh moments on the program to watch but but think about it those people aren't going to go through the pain and distress of of having chosen an incompatible partner so Mm. uh, i there's a quote from the greek poet hesiod and this is this is 800 bc so this is a guy's living a long time ago and he says 
For a man wins nothing better than a good wife, and then again nothing deadlier than a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> right. And just let me just let me asterisk that quickly. The same applies to women. Oh, does that, it? That a, a woman wins nothing oh, better not sure than a good husband, no. and and then again nothing deadlier than a bad one. That, and the point he's making is that mm. that your partner through life can make or break the quality of your life. And I'm sure there's someone listening at home right now nodding. The quality of your partner can make or break the quality of your life. Mm. So. The, the falling in love, the lust is exciting, it's nice, but it's the compatibility that's going to make it easier to be successful in the longer term. And would that lead into commitment? And see, once you've, you, you've got the compatibility, it's easy to get along. Once you've stoked the flames of chemistry and, and the lust, it's sticking it out. It's the commitment. It's the skills, the day-to-day -day skills that are required for overcoming the inevitable challenges so there yeah. someone's going to get sick someone's going to lose a baby someone's mm. mother's going to die lose a job yes there's going to be all sorts of turmoil as well there as good is. times there's going to be bad times absolutely and and commitment and sticking it, together yeah commitment is mm. is this sort of instinct some people have the instinct when there's hard times in a couple that they pull together they they support they help and some people seem to have the instinct to withdraw when that's when mm. hard times come mm. and in my observation as a therapist a lot of that has to do with people's childhood people who come from divorced homes are far more likely to be divorced later yes yeah, sure i can understand that it yeah. makes sense doesn't it if you've seen your parents pull apart during hard times your response if you go through hard times with your husband or wife is to pull away as well to withdraw mm. Mm. some people i've watched as as uh, just in my own personal life, I've watched people go through hard times and their instinct when, when something hard comes is just to stick together. It doesn't even occur to them to withdraw. It doesn't even occur to them. No, it's that just they, natural. It's just gonna... natural. To, let's pull together. Yeah. I'll help you. Yeah. It doesn't occur to these people to even consider withdrawing and divorcing. So commitment is is, gives us the long term. So the short term is chemistry. The medium term is compatibility. The long term is commitment. They I guess are, commitment's the thing least likely you can detect early on. It, well, like I say, and it? it's really difficult. That is, it, isn't it? If you're if you're dating someone who's has uh, whose mother and father stay together, mm. you increase your chances. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If if you're dating someone and who then, and maybe you don't rush into things too quick. That's right. Look and and I I often say you haven't started the relationship until you've had the first fight. Right. Okay. What well, that's the moment when people <laughs> either will mm. pull together with you and try that's to solve the problem or pull apart and withdraw. So that's an indicator. It is. And some people get married before they've ever had a fight. And right. I would argue that that's not a great idea because you don't know what's going to happen when the first one happens. So hold that off that wedding. Well, ha be honest with each <laughs> oh, other and disagree about something. We'll argue about holding off oh, the wedding. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, go, go with that. Go, <laughs> go with that. That's right. So everybody needs to think about this. You need chemistry, compatibility, mm. commitment for lasting love. Right. Okay. Very interesting. What about, I mean, nature, we're saying anyway with chemistry. I mean, there's, 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 I think I read somewhere about, about the fact that smell is actually quite a, kind of one of those factors. That's right. We're Rather in, than just looks. That's ex you're exactly right. Off. You're exactly right. In, in science, we call it pheromones. Oh, so it it's a type better. of hormone. It's a particular type of hormone right. that makes you smell a certain way to the opposite sex. Right. 
and it's undetectable consciously. I can't smell the difference between one man, another man, another man, another man. And it's unconscious. But I will be attracted to certain men with certain pheromones consistently with the type of person I am, the type of person Mm. Susan is, Angela, Bob, Mm. Graham. We, We will find a certain type of pheromone person attractive. There is... A, a genuine biology yeah. behind this right it's not just you know facial look or it's chemistry or isn't just looks people think it's looks but think yeah. of all the people that you know who yeah. aren't particularly mm. good looking yes. yeah. but they are married or yes. the people who are very good looking but aren't married yeah. well, so i always it, felt this more about personality there's it's that's probably the compatibility part right the chemistry is as you say pheromones, the pheromones. it really right. is okay. yeah yeah Oh, right. It's all in the genes, isn't it? It absolutely is. <laughs> what about modern deodorants and things? Or, or perfume? That can disguise, it? Can't does, it does, and it interferes with it. And, and an interesting one that um, maybe the ladies listening in particular would, would like to know about is the pill. If you're oh, on right. hormone replacement or the pill, yes. it will interfere with the kind of man that you would naturally find attractive. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. And, is, and even during the cycle as well. That's right. Well, so there are parts. There are basically, put, to put it very roughly, um, if you're taking the pill, you you're inclined to like the nice guys. Right. If you're not taking the pill, you tend to like the sexy guys. Right. There are certain times in a woman's cycle where she will prefer the nice guys, and All when right. she will prefer the sexy guys. Oh, really? So if you're either one or the other (laughs) (laughs) no wonder us men are getting totally confused it's difficult (laughs) isn't it just go with the flow it really isn't something you can control we've got no chance there we are all right well that's fascinating and i've got more in your new book that's right so we're going to be talking over the next few weeks about my book compatibility so we're going to be covering various aspects of compatibility in the next few weeks in the run-up to valentine's day oh right okay (laughs) good got it yep and then the smell of roses help there you go if you gave me some roses it would definitely help great all right that's a hint right okay so what we're going to do on the valentine's week is we're going to give away a a few copies of the book to the listeners so remind us the name of the book again so the book is called compatibility eight pillars of lasting love it's available now on Amazon. So if you want to get geared up for Valentine's Day and know who you're really looking for... Yeah, get reading. Get, yeah. Grab a copy of the book <laughs> off of Amazon, or yeah. you can go to my website, which is www.veryvalerieellis.com. All right. Good luck. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, I'll see Valerie. you next week, Graham. Thank you, Valerie. Fascinating stuff. <laughs> Doodaloo. And now I know where I've been going wrong. <laughs> 